and welcome everyone to All Things Undone podcast, where we talk about life after divorce and how to move forward successfully. This is the beginning of season three, episode one. Give ourselves a hand. We made it. We're season three. Like, I cannot. I started this podcast as therapy for myself. I'm being 100% honest with you guys. I got married. I was married for 25 years to a pastor. And then we suddenly divorced. We did. And it just uh, tore my entire world down. Every brick in that foundation was torn to the ground. And I said, after three years, you know what? I'm going to talk to somebody. I don't know who's going to be listening, but I'm going to start talking. And I started January of this year, the first episode, and it was called Frustrated. That was the first one that I put out. And of course, I've been on my healing journey. So uh, I haven't just started healing for anyone who's watching. I am well into learning to love myself. And when I tell you I love this lady right here, this tigress, I'm not a cougar, I'm a tigress. I love me. Anyway, I'm not here to talk about me tonight. I am so, 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 so very happy to have my co-host on, Miss Kimberly Clark. Welcome. Okay, Kim, I can't hear you. She coming back. But while she's getting her mic together, I am going to introduce my special guest, which is Sharon K. Griffin. Hey. <laughs> Hello. Welcome, welcome. That's Kim. I'm here. D- d- you know technology and me. We just don't. <laughs> we just don't. <laughs> All right. Me and Kim have been friends since, I don't know, little kids since like I seventh grade. Seventh grade, seventh grade. So we're going to come back to Kim. My guest is the executive producer, you guys, of a show that's on Tubi TV. And if you all do not know about Tubi TV, you are under a rock. You have been living life under a rock. I have dubbed it, and I know others have too. It's the new Black Hollywood. Yes. I'm going to get into it. It's the new Black Hollywood. Her <laughs> show is near and dear to my heart. It is called Preacher's Exit. Y'all. Who would have known that the universe will put a show out right around the time that I have experienced this, where a few years after, my cousin texted your show to me, by the way. So oh, I am wow. going to shut up for just a moment and let Mrs. Sharon introduce herself in her own way. The floor is Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, first of all, I don't even like introductions and I need a glass like that right about now. <laughs> Um, but my name is Sharon K. Griffin. I'm an author, speaker, executive producer of Preacher's Axes. Um, I just stepped into officially matchmaking. Um, so I'm super excited about that as well because I want people to find love. Um, I was married to two preachers and now I'm married to a Muslim and it's super dope and super amazing. I went to the opposite end of the spectrum and I'm five yeah. times married and very, very happy. Very good. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome. Now, before Thank we get you. too far into that, Kim's mic is on. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have to give a shout out to Kim. Kim is the manager of a longtime standing comedian. Her name is Yolanda Miss Cotton. And we love her. Miss Cotton is on tour. So thank you, Kim, for stopping in the middle of this comedy tour to jump on yes, co-host yes. with me. 
It's crazy. So, You're welcome. <laughs> it's getting we crazier. Yeah, I mean, it is not just a tour because I have mm-hmm. Ball Talk with Kim, also my podcast that mm-hmm. I had to kind of shut down until the beginning of next year for that as well. And there are other things that's being added to the fire, you know, managerial production, producer, manager, event planner. OK, it's everything. I just learned to say, okay, Lord, I'm ready for it. <laughs> I know. Look, I should have told y'all to have y'all drinks ready, but it is okay. Before we get started, Kim, we're going to touch on yours. But first, Sharon, I want to yeah. let everyone see just a snippet of the trailer for Preacher's Exit on Tubi TV. I did watch the show. I don't remember all the characters' names, but okay. I was just too thrilled. Okay, Wayne, could you roll that for us, please? Let the audience see what we're talking about. Um, I'll say this. Sharon takes care of Sharon on all levels. So I don't look to other people, husband, children, whoever, to meet my emotional needs because then I would be dependent on them. So I have to depend on myself and depend on God. Um, If I looked for a person to meet my needs, then I would be connected to multiple people. Does that make sense? Like, I believe in and I know this is off topic, polyamory at this point, because one person can't meet your emotional needs if that's what you want. Wow. <laughs> that's the of the show. And um, actually her comment, I was like, whoa, wait. Yeah, when, when she said that, I was like, okay, this is not your regular Preacher's Exes show. You know, this, this is... This is not your regular show where we're just going to be looking at y'all sitting in church all day, apparently. Like, it's not that kind of show. It's not that kind of show. What kind, of kind of show? So we're going we're gonna to delve on that topic just a little bit. But before okay. we get there, I wanted to ask you about the characters. Because even the dynamic of the characters on the show are a little different. And I'm saying characters, but these are real life yeah. people who have actually lived this. One character in particular, one, one of the people in particular is a male. And I know that throws people off to hear a man talking about being a preacher's ex. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, what? Because when I saw the, the, I was like, wait, what? So what was the thinking behind the show and what made you choose the people that you chose to be on it with you? Okay. So I chose Albert because Albert went viral and I actually had interviewed him maybe about two or three years ago. Um, and he was married to a male pastor. So Albert is gay. Um, and I thought that that would be an interesting and very important dynamic because there's so many gay men in church who are on the down low, right? Or if you're openly gay, then you're shunned away in the black church. So I wanted to bring that dynamic. And when I initially wrote the show back in 2013, and the only reason I filmed it for the third time was because I saw um, the Squid Games. And I heard his story about how it took 10 years for him to be picked up. So I was like, well, let me try it again. Um, So when I wrote it, Eddie Long was going through his situation. And I had casted one of his young men. And the show actually 
went viral on YouTube then um, before we all we knew what viral was. Got it. Um, I chose uh, Maria because Maria is Latino. Mm. Um, Maria is searching still and she can't believe some of the things that she has seen from men of God. So I wanted to capture the Latino community through her. Um, Jennifer, she's super amazing. Um, wow, I don't know how I connected. I think it was on social media, but she's like a quiet storm. To me, she's still Miss Goody Two-Shoe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And she, yeah. she's still in, but don't mess with me, kind of in, if that makes sense. Makes sense. She said, I got this halo on, but I'll take it off if I need to. Oh, yeah, she'd be ready. So, right. <laughs> right. Um, Latasha was very last minute. Um, and she. She's the youngest of the bunch mm -hmm. and she's still growing, if that makes sense. That makes sense, yeah. Um, one of the cast members, we're getting ready to film season one, the whole season. All right. <laughs> yeah, so one of the cast members won't be there and she's replaced with a dynamic woman who is bisexual. Hmm. And she did everything right according to what religion would tell us to do or what people would tell us to do. And she's still lost. Yeah. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. Is that all the characters? You got more? Well, just me. You know, I was married to two pastors. Oh, okay. And wow. the reason I wrote the show was because my ex-husband stopped... Um, paying alimony and I sat on the couch and I was like, oh shit, God, what are we going to do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, and I kind of feel like, or I know I heard in my spirit, write a show. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. It's always like that. Mm -hmm. It is. I mean, yeah. I, this is what I'll say. When you're between a rock and a hard place is when your creativity kicks in, but I'm going to back up a little bit. Two things. Yes. from just your cast alone that I pulled out. Two things. Yes. The first one is there is a duality to ministry in the Black church in particular. Okay. Yes. Where, like you said, we shun those who are openly gay. We talk about them. We ridicule them. We don't touch on We focus on that nerve alone. The yes. one scripture when they were talking about Sodom and Gomorrah and God burned the whole city down because they were gay. But there are so many men in church who are on the down low, yes. who use church as a cover-up. They use their wives as a mustache, as a cover girl, to really hide what their activities are. And, and preachers' wives are so loyal to their husbands. Things that go on inside of our homes, we don't speak on. There is a movie out called Hunk for Jesus. If you all have not gone to see Hunk for Jesus, 
watch Hunt for Jesus. In this movie, I'm going to give you the premise. They have a premise. They have a big, beautiful church, wonderful church family. And just like Eddie Long, the, the pastor had got caught up in a scandal where he was having sexual relationships with young men. And as they were retelling and rebuilding this story, the first half of the show, you would think that the media that was against him, like it was a smear campaign. It really wasn't. He really did these things. And his wife still stuck behind him after all of that. And at the end of it, and I'm this is a spoiler alert. At the end of it, she was doing a mime or whatever. And she had this clown makeup on. And she was explaining how she had to sit through all of this, you know, had to live through all of this. But she still loves God and she did all the right things. And what is she supposed to do? That movie went off with that woman wearing that clown makeup. She's still a clown in a circus. We don't wow. talk about it because re respectability politics covers up so much. Now, you I'm know, sorry. go ahead. I'm sorry. When we first um, filmed the show, a lot of the big time pastors were calling some of the cast members. This is mm -hmm. 2013 and okay. saying, Please don't do that show. Please don't go on um, that show. You know, they were afraid of being exposed. That part. Um, but I want to piggyback off of what you were saying. So in, in the Black church community, right, mm -hmm. our praise and worship leaders, many of them are gay men, right? Yeah. I, I went to Kojic, and there was the praise and worship leader who was spreading HIV to the men and the women in the church. Oh, wow. And upon his wow. death, the pastor had to call everyone in the office because he left the book with people's names he had slept with. Oh, hmm. wow. To call those people in one by one to let them know what was going on. And some of those people actually died. Mm. Um, but the crazy thing is my mother, and I, I and she doesn't like me saying this, but I say, you wanted me to date him because he was so saved, because he was so anointed, because he could sing heaven down. Okay, mm -hmm. so I don't take the gift away from him. Right. But she was duped by the emotionalism that mm -hmm. comes with Christianity in yes. the black church. Mm -hmm. right. You know, so now because I'm an adult and I'm, I'm more in love with myself, I don't allow people, mother, other family members to say what they want regarding Christianity and mm -hmm. me not responding or rebuttaling Right. With factual information. Yeah. And I think that, too, we should be able to do that. It's we have freedom of speech. We are adults. And a lot of times that's not even allowed. Now, I'm not talking about people who understand how to walk in love. They right. are truly Christians. They walk in love. They're not judging people. They're loving people. They're praying for people. We do have those people in church. This is yes. not who I'm talking about. OK, people who are truly, truly on their path seeking God spiritually, you know who you are, you know who they are in church. The other 90%, that's who I'm talking about. Yeah. But the thing is, 90%, they just, you know, 
the thing um, is though, that 10% that you are talking about mm -hmm. will cover up for the 90%. I don't they do it a lot. Yeah. You know, and that's the sad part. Oh, well, you know, God let me here and I was sent to pray for him, but you know, he's committing adultery. Right. You know, he's secretly sleeping with men. You know, he's a liar and all these other things, but you stay. Mm. And I explained to my mother, mm. you staying was saying it's okay for him to be cheating on his wife. Mm. Mm. Like, well, then, you condoning it, you know, but that's another conversation. So now, are the, yeah, so are the, the ten the ten percent you're referring to are the I I I would like to call the prodigal sons and daughters. Is that what you're speaking in terms of that covers up for the ninety, or is it the opposite way? I just want to make sure I understood that. I think it's the people, and she can correct me if I'm wrong. The people that really love God and who's after God's heart, mm -hmm. the who, people who are just really seeking God for themselves and they love God and they want to be there and they want to be pretty dope Christians. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, that's like yeah. the 10%. Because you, yeah. you don't find many in the 90. <laughs> that, that, I mean, they do love God. I, I think everybody has that love and that passion for it. True. You know, but because so many have been damaged by the church, um, or, or I, I would say images or, or idols, or I would say family members who walk that walk, even our grandparents. And you kind of touched on it when you spoke about um, your mom, in a sense, like your mom wanted you to be with this person, right? Because yeah. oh, he's sing and he's safe. And oftentimes, I think our parents forget. Okay, then you have to make mistakes too. <laughs> right. What if I? What if I would have got with him? Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? What yeah. if I didn't use my common sense and stand up to my mom and say, yes. Mom, I don't like this guy? Yeah, right. yeah. Because yeah. a lot of us do what our parents want us, want to, us do. to do. Exactly, exactly. Well yeah. into adulthood, yeah. we do. Well into adulthood, mm -hmm. we do with our parents. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, but that, 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 that bothers me. It, I always have. And I think that was one because when I was a, a pastor's wife, we were in associations and we were in sister churches and we did all of these activities. And I was so gung ho for a church. And and I love children. I love children's church. I love pastoring and preaching to like the youth because that's truly our future. But what would get me was and we would go to these association events. No one was being godly. No one was acting Christian. It was more gossiping going on than anything. Mm -hmm. uh, we will, I'll never forget, we went to a conference and some of the women were saying how they knew of certain pastors who would like leave their wives in a room and like be going and having parties like up on the penthouse. And, like, Girl, they be doing that. You right. <laughs> I'm like, and I'm like, wait a minute. This cannot be. Y'all ain't serving the same Jesus. I'm oh, like, yeah. You catch them you, you you in the clubs too. You, child, you'd be surprised how many pastors that go out and have a drink <laughs> on regular. That's what got me. So, what it, it just things that went on in my, my own relationship that really caused my eyes to be open to like, okay, so this is more about 
what we look like to the community more mm. so than what we look like to God. Because in, yeah. in God, we are imperfect beings. We are spiritual yeah. beings having a human experience, not the other way around. And mm. I know people say, well, all I can see is this 3D. Well, when you die, your spirit lives longer. That energetic, that energy within you lives longer, will outlive anything ever in the yes. universe. Yes, yes, And so we, we get out and we don't realize that all this energy we put out, whether it's fake, false, phony, we're pretending to be one thing to please our parents and the community. If you truly, truly understand spirituality and serving God, all these things you do in the body energetically, even if you do it secretly, that's coming back to you one way or the other. And some people think, well, I don't have to account for it till I die. No, you're going to account for it now. Energy comes and back. You know what? And you don't if that in church that way. And if you don't account for it, guess what? It falls back on your children. Oh, yeah. That generation. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yes. yeah, it, goes, it trickles right. down. Oh, absolutely. It does trickle down. Yeah. There's, something, mm -hmm. Go ahead. there's something called epigenetic. And I, mm -hmm. I just wrote this to my family. How tra um, family trauma and things are in your DNA up to nine to 15 wow. generations. Mm hmm so mm -hmm. karma goes way back. <laughs> I mean, well, it's 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 and, and stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that energy has to go somewhere. It's basic physical science. Physical mm -hmm. science was not my favorite subject, but I did remember this. For every reaction, there is an equal but opposite reaction. Energetic is what he meant. Energetic. A ball rolls uphill. Eventually, what is it going to do? Gonna come, come back, back down. down. Exactly. Thing, same with thing with energy. They don't teach it that way in church, and I understand that scripture so much better now. They have a form of godliness, but deny the power therein yeah. because yes. we don't understand that. And I didn't want this to turn into a Bible lesson, so let me get back on track. <laughs> I just said all that to say that duality in church is one of the things that has me worshiping differently. Mm -hmm. I do worship God 100%, right? But I don't do it in a traditional sense anymore because of all the stuff witnessed in church. And people say, well, that's the place you go to heal. Thank you, 10%. We know. Thank you. I don't go anymore. Right. It's convoluted. It's overshadowed by all of the other things going on. So the but you, first thing I want to talk about is uh, from your show that pulled out. Respect that we can stay all day on duality because. Yeah. Because you can create an altar anywhere. I wanted to say that. It doesn't necessarily have to physically be in the church. Your altar can be in your car. I, you know, I don't have to go to church to get that experience. I think I go to fellowship and connect with other people, but not for the, and, and yes, there's teaching and learning there, but I'm held accountable for me. So that experience of, of being with others like-minded and so forth, great. But at the end of the day, I'm accountable for me. So wherever I get, I can be in the bathroom. <laughs> right. I mean, sitting at my desk at work, no matter that, I create that altar and I learn to do that because all he wants to do is hear from you. Yeah. Like, I just need to hear from you. That's right. I just need to know, let, did you acknowledge me in all your ways? Yeah. Right. So right. that's where I create my altar. So <clears throat> I want to get too far now. Go ahead. <laughs> this I love it. Yeah, go ahead, Sharon. I'm sorry. No, I just said I love it because, Kimberly, I don't go to church. I don't think I've been to church probably about 12, 13 years. Yeah, but it don't make it. And, and a lot of my friends are in ministry, and I'm like, 
I know the stuff you do. I, I don't want you to touch your hand. But you know, the, the word can come through anybody, however. No judgment. Willingly support hypocrisy. That part. I don't. Yes. You're openly doing it. You're openly yeah. doing it. I yeah. can understand you made a mistake. You come to the church. You ask for forgiveness. You're trying your hardest to move past it and do better. That's another thing, too. Unfortunately, the church does not allow people to move past their mistakes for the ones who yeah. truly are, um, you know, regretful and they want to change their life. They make it really hard for a person to get past their past. Yeah, you know, I think they make it hard on the woman. Yeah, yeah not the right. man, the woman. You yeah, are that's so right. right. It's so double standardish. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's so double standardish because a man, uh, I, I you say a man can get away with anything, but <laughs> no woman do it. We no, are cast to the lake of fire. Like that's right. Oh man. Did y'all notice that yeah. the roles have been reversed here lately? Yeah. Yeah. Where the women, especially younger women, Gen Zs, millennials, mm-hmm. they don't give a no, you're not. Yeah, they're doing their thing. <laughs> and they do not mind exposing. They will expose for millennials and Generation Z. They don't mind exposing whoever they're in a relationship with, older person, younger person. Mm-hmm. They will put your ass on blast. Oh, okay? I can cuss. Thank you. I'm like, I can cuss. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Oh. oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Let me reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. No. <laughs> she was trying. Huh? She said, <laughs> you know, some of the platforms, I just don't know. Like, they don't give me the the rules. Right. Oh, I don't even know what I can and cannot do. I will say this. You can be your 100% authentic self on this show because okay. we are our 100% authentic self. So okay. you come into this space and judge us my saying yeah, to them, absolutely. and we love them. Fuck you, respect <laughs> Because I be trying to be let it right, like, politically correct, but I won't say no motherfuckers, oh, you know. Oh, no, no, no. We, we <laughs> over here, I told you. I, what they say, I, I, I am spiritual, but I cuss a little. Girl. Oh, girl, my husband says, I'll fire one off every now and then. Every now and again, I'm like, ooh, look, and then I have to catch myself because then it goes too far. <laughs> My mama said, When you start cussing so much, I said, When I left the church, <laughs> you know, it's opposite for some of us, is when I got in church. church so this mm-hmm. is me uh-huh. i know you lying i know you you oh this look oh see i have to catch myself they i'm telling you they will pull it out you i have as a first lady i kid you not i i have been talked about from the hem of my skirt being too short too long hair too long i wear too much makeup i don't oh, wear wow. no makeup mm-hmm. i'm cold-hearted i'm raised wrong I'm oh, yeah. raised wrong. And let me tell you, I'll fight, I'll fight a mofo for saying I'm raised Child. wrong. Let me tell you about Myron Charles Bryce. They did that. They did that. 
Okay. So wait a minute. I gotta tell you something. I'll fight somebody behind saying you're trying to talk about my mommy and daddy now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get you together. Let me get you all the way together. The biggest I, um, thing I was ever told, I kid you not, was uh we it was a revival or something years and years ago, back in like 2008 or nine. And um I was late that night. We got one minute to break out. I was late that night and I remember coming up and I walked in and somebody said, Oh, here come Beyonce now. And you right. And yeah. I sure had on my Beyonce wig at the time. So, and you right. <laughs> so uh, that night, the, the first lady from the visiting pastor, she comes to me and she says, one of the church ladies said that you and your husband aren't really married. Oh. I was like, what do you mean? We're not really married. I don't understand. I don't understand the rumor. No, it's not computing. Like what? <laughs> he was like, "Oh, they were saying y'all just shacking, y'all not living together." Like, we had a whole ceremony back in 1994. I got the pictures and video and the license and everything. Who the hell told you that? Who told you that? I'm about to fight them tonight in the church parking lot. Meet me outside. I was ready. And then my ex-husband, who's at the time he was the pastor, he was like, "No, it's fine. We'll just present the certificate and show them. Fuck them." Right. right. Now they didn't get to see that side of Cheryl because my ex at the time was like, no, we're not going to handle it that way. You know, we're just going to have a, a church meeting and talk about rumors. No, we not. Some things you need to go loud. I know. Right, Cheryl, right, right. Okay. Girl, they I say that all the time. And I'm going to tell you, that was the Holy Spirit because I sure was going to run my car up in somebody's house that night. Oh, not in the house. In the house. <laughs> Do it all, girl. Do it all. Let me tell you about Brother Lisa Kim. See, they think that I just automatically fell out of a silver spoon or something. Child. They don't know where I came from because they're not, I'm not from Bogalusa originally. I'm from Brookhaven. I'm straight out the hood. Right. They just don't know that because I don't present myself that way. You was kind around me. What you say? You was kind around me. Because I like you. <laughs> but yeah, I get it because sometimes you have to step outside. You have to remind people. Uh, yeah. Oftentimes, I think we play such a, a, a more difficult role as okay, women. Hold that thought. We have to go to break, Kim, and we're going to come right back to you, okay? Awesome. All right, take a stop. BWNC Radio, Black with No Chasers Radio. Download the app for free today. You can see the entire lineup of shows. And we are open now to businesses. I'm going to go ahead and say this. If you are a small business and you want us to begin advertising for you, I'm going to put a link up for you all to 
um, start sending in your ad your ads for us to advertise for you. We're going to put that on out there because, hey, we ready. We ready. All right. Kim, you were singing. Yeah, I think uh, we as women are held to a, such a, a much higher standard. And Sharon, you mentioned it earlier about um, the roles are reversing now. Women just don't yeah. give a hoo And <laughs> it has a lot to do with where we will pull from. And I'm yeah. speaking in terms of the marriage. It has a lot to do with that 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 extra real, you know, that we got. And also it has a lot to do with this. I feel like I have to be dominant because of the pain and the, the mm -hmm. trauma that I've had to encounter, not just from, well, family, but that, mm -hmm. that, that significant other, the part, our spouses or ex-spouses. Right. right. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> well, <laughs> We're just to a higher standard because it's, it's yeah. just like, ugh. and I think that's why it's so difficult why we get such a hard blow. Um, prime example is things that we hear you're supposed to know that already and it's a prime mm -hmm. example I don't want to go too far into it what mm -hmm. we see now that's going on in social media everybody's well aware of this, this very famous um, talk TV talk show I mean radio show host who just going through hell high water and back um, that's Miss Shirley Strawberry with Steve Harvey yes oh, well, her husband in jail God, yes it's it's heartbreaking to me because it's not and I, I feel I feel that pain that she's going through, you know, and it's like and, and you hear the 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 people talking, they making fun of her it's like you that old and this is what you're going through. It doesn't matter how old you are. Pain mm -hmm. is pain. Trauma yeah. is trauma. It doesn't matter. But why are we so freaking judgmental? Embrace that woman. Like right. help her. Don't don't keep adding fuel to the fire. Don't keep fanning the flames, as they say. Why don't right. you help her? Embrace right. her. Like sister, look, I know you may not have known eight years she was with this man and did not know that. You know, I trusted you with my life to take your name, you know, and this is what you do to me, right? You know, just the humiliation that comes behind it, but we, we have to do something different. As, as, I agree. Uh, I, know. I think black women are hard on black women. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, we tend to judge, and I think that that judgment comes from low self-esteem. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're confident in who you are, you're going to celebrate or embrace, mm -hmm. like you said, mm -hmm. other people as opposed to judge them. Because when you're judging somebody, you're taking the eye off of you and that's put right. it on them. Yeah. Right. And confident women don't do that. That's right. That woman is sure of herself. When you, a that's woman right. is sure of who she is, she's a statement all by herself. She don't need yes. explanation. She demands right. attention when she walks through a room. She mm. good morning, everybody. Oh, oh yes. okay. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> right. <laughs> but you know those insecurities as soon as they walk through the room the first thing they do is put their head down now nah, mm -hmm. you got every reason to you know mm -hmm. you can bring yeah. forth life sweetheart listen yeah <laughs> a man can't do that you are superhuman that brings up something else like what you just said we are not taught like just coming up 
women are taught to be competition to one another. And in the yes. black community, for some reason, is just rampant. Um, we seen each other as competition and don't have any type of success behind it. Like Shirley Strawberry, very successful, very public. So now something has happened in her life and people take the eye, like you said, they took it off of them, right? Judgment. They took that eye off of themselves and put it on to her because now mm -hmm. they can say, oh, look, she thought she was high and mighty. Mm -hmm. Now look at her going through. Maturity has no age. Yeah, you can that's find right. someone that's way more mature and wiser than someone that's 75. Yeah. So my, my heart is with her, you know. Yeah. It, like, you know the situation I have. Yeah, Go ahead, Sharon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Last night I watched um, Kirk Franklin's documentary. I missed it. I oh, it's on YouTube. It's Is on it? YouTube. I missed it. I'm going to watch and it. And I cried like a baby. Wow. And the reason I cried is because you have so many Black men and Black women who are searching to be heard, searching mm -hmm. for truth. Mm -hmm. searching for love and Kirk was like a little boy as successful as he is to mm -hmm. all of us mm -hmm. that child in him still needed to be healed Ooh. and that is so systemic in our community but mm -hmm. when you talk about therapy in the black church mm -hmm. a lot of times people still think that mm -hmm. Jesus could fix it. And yes, God mm -hmm. could fix it, but he gave you a therapist, a mind doctor, a heart doctor, an eye doctor. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. we have to use the tools awesome. that was given yes. to us. And I'm mm -hmm. glad that Kurt even said, I go to therapy because me, I go to therapy every Tuesday. Yeah, I nice. love it. I talk so we much. <laughs> I love it. There she goes. Right. I love it. Yes. And that's where it's It's my place to be free. Yeah, yes. I, I agree. They want you to pray it away. Pray it away. Everything. Well, I do fix it. I, I don't get me wrong. Yeah. Right, but it's right. continuous prayer, though. See, that's a lifestyle. Praying is a lifestyle. It's not just something mm -hmm. you just do and expect the an answer right then. No, that's a right. lifestyle. You have to continuously pray, and oftentimes. Mm -hmm. If you, the first thing they do say, well, child, you better pray. Or can you just mm -hmm. pray for me? No, you don't. Baby, look, you better wretch off in that bag of, oh, Jesus, I need you to help me. Slay, stop. Get on that couch. You better talk right. to somebody. Look, right. I will do it faithfully. Kimberly, you know what, though? Prayer does work, right? Mm -hmm. But prayer doesn't change anyone else's will. So yeah, no, I'm going to use me as an example. I used to pray, oh, God, please let him stop cheating. Mm. He ain't stop cheating. He probably got worse. He's going to stop all right when you ain't with But, but right. then God changed my will and said, bitch, get out. Right. It's time to go. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I did that. And that's when I, something clicked in me after the fact. Mm -hmm. No matter how many um, pillows I anointed, Mm -hmm. No matter how many shoes I anointed, no matter how many times I went to the altar and rolled on the ground, mm -hmm. the nigga still ain't changed. Mm -hmm. But God changed me and that changed part. my narrative. Yeah. That you part. Know. That's yeah. amazing. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing right there. 
we have all these limiting beliefs like we can't stop a thing like we can't change a thing you can change you yeah you can do this and see in my case i probably honestly and it was a wake-up call for me my ex divorced me and you know what my sister said when i told her and i was upset and crying she said bitch run <laughs> run <laughs> like if I see what you don't see, and I've been seeing what you don't see, which yes. is a little bit more uh, subtle, she was like, "It's manipulation. Mm. Abuse mm. comes in different ways." Yeah. And she was like, "You've been with that man since she was fourteen. You so wrapped up in my manipulation, verbal manipulation. You don't know what's going on." She said, "God gave you an out. Mm. Take it." Yeah, and at the time, because I was so distraught, this was back in 2018. I was like, I don't get it because I thought I was the shit, and honestly, I still think I am. This outer this appearance, this is laying, yeah, this is laying, yeah, this is the extra bitch. What's on the extra? So, yeah, once I, started, I started to say, Oh. Oh, I'm like, you, yeah, okay, God, you're going to put me on this other path. Everything is torn to the ground now. And I hear, I heard so clearly, girl, I got you. When I tell you the house yeah. that I had after, right after we separated, moving into a beautiful house, very secluded in a very private neighborhood. And I'm and a creek ran along behind it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, God, thank you. And, and prayer is manifestation praying yes yes i want it may take time to get but it is truly no. on time say near the lakefront in a condo guess where cheryl is at yeah. that's it that part near the lakefront in a condo yes. in a yes. thank you girl y'all that's right i yeah. love it you I have to embrace it. that side but sometimes we just forget that we are powerful kim said what you said kim we push what out our bodies the 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 which part on which part? Babies. But oh yeah, we gotta push. Yeah, we bring for yeah. life. We push yeah. that life out. We gotta bring that. We are amazing. Superhuman. We are superhuman mm -hmm. beings. Every mm -hmm. day I get up and tell myself that now. Every day. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna circle back to the show for a minute. Okay. Because we also touched on not only the man in the show, there are some females in the show too, and they each have their own stories. That, that yeah. there was an actress in there, the young lady, the Latino, who also bring different stories to the table. And a lot of times, once you've been married to a preacher and then you're not, like the church community does indeed shun you. Like you're now the outcast, mm -hmm. or whatever yeah. the case may be. Mm -hmm. Now, they don't ask for your story. This is the other reason I love your show, because... Nine times out of ten, they're going to automatically believe the pastor or whoever. Oh yeah, them. the person that automatically they believe them. Yeah. They're not going to ask them any questions. Hands down, if the pastor said it, it's true. Yep, that's it's right. It's true. It's like it's like Trump supporters. Yes, people they in church are like Trump supporters. It doesn't matter what Trump says out of his mouth. You can they're, you know it's a lie, and you can be dead. Yeah, they dead oh, wrong. Yeah. As far as that wife, you <laughs> cast out. I'm telling you, they don't care about what you say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how are how are things since it's turned into a season? So we're gonna wrap this so we can go into um, what else I want to talk about tonight. So yeah, with the other members of the cast, what yeah. are they like? What how are they now? The where are they now? How are they now? You know what? So we've had three separate casts. Okay, okay. out of all the casts that I've um, had. 
these are some very phenomenal, secure people. Mm -hmm. um, we are all waiting to film the season. Um, I can tell you who I'm going to have an issue with, uh -oh. and that's because he talks too much. Me and Albert, we're both oh from God. Philly. We're both from Philly. We're both fire, and I can see us like I'm fighting no man, but right. I can see me busting him upside the head with something. Yeah, Jonathan, <laughs> you gotta watch this though. Y'all have to watch the show. Uh, you're cracking bottles upside somebody's head. No, Girl, <laughs> our is a whole mess. Like, after we filmed and he was here at the house, it was a whole different Oh, it's the after show. Ooh, you know, that's the after show. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I can't say this is a spoiler alert. This is the after show. The after yeah, this is the after show. Y'all got to watch Preacher's Exes. And I was wondering, because right now it's just like one show. And when I saw it, I was like, this got to be a series. It's the yes. pilot. It's so we used that as the pilot. And we were like, no, we're going to go back and film season one because you didn't hear all of our stories and only parts of the other stories. And I wanted to leave that cliffhanger like that because I wanted people to want more. Mm -hmm. And we want more. I want more. I, you yeah. saw them, look, I've been chasing this lady for two months. Yeah. Maybe longer. I, really? <laughs> like, I know she's gonna answer me. I know she's gonna answer me. Really? Answer, I'm not taking no for an answer. <laughs> no, I was just joking. But no, she was chasing you down though. She was looking for you. She said, I, I need for you, man. I need her. With a, in, yeah. the day, in the daytime with a flashlight. I'm sending emails, I'm messaging. Oh, yeah. Like everything. Oh, yeah. like, oh wow. Okay, I'm sorry. Man, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> to her credit, she was in Turkey. I was yes. stalking her on social media. She yes. had went okay. to Turkey or something. She had went out of the country. I did. And I said, okay, I say she lived her best life, but I'm still gonna know, you know, bug the shit out of Thank you for stalking me. Yeah. Oh, we here now. We right here now. <laughs> so listen, I want you guys to definitely, first of all, if you haven't already liked this video, share it with somebody. Comment below. Make sure that you follow Sharon K. Griffin and also Kimberly Hope. She does poetry, Kim does. Kim manages rappers. She's managing a comedian right now. She's on tour right now. Like she has so much going on. So I'm going to put everything y'all need to follow. Kimberly Hope, Ball Talk with Kim and Sharon yeah. K. Griffin. Watch this show on Tubi TV. You yes. will not be disappointed. I'm telling yes. you guys, watch it. For our next topic, I got cursed out for this topic. I don't know why. <laughs> I really don't understand what happened. <laughs> but I posted this. Is it love or circumstance? And if you follow mm. the All Things Undone Facebook page, you probably saw the post. Was it circumstances really keeping our grandparents together back in the day? Or was it love? It wasn't love. Somebody, it wasn't love. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what? Mm -mm. It's circumstances. Yeah. Mm -mm. There you go, Kimberly Hope, the ball talk. Yes. 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 Not you, girl. You gotta come on the show too. But, <laughs> but, but no, I, I, you know what? Well, I'm gonna let you finish, Cheryl, before I even say. Oh, no, wait. I, I'm sitting water. Wait. You know, just sitting around. I think about the 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 mothers and and fathers and and my fiance. His parents are still married, 
and and it culture has a lot to do with it too i think mm -hmm. but i really do believe because you know some cultures it's arranged you know marriages are arranged and mm -hmm. you have to stay there right but now in this midwestern thing i promise you i truly believe it started mm -hmm. out as love and then it went to circumstantial because Things happen over the years. Did mama, big mama, tolerate pop out? <laughs> well, hold, she on, hold, hold this out before you get into it, because I made an intro for this one. Because this, uh -oh, but baby, you better grown. <laughs> grown head, hold on, hold on. So what really was it? This is what triggered it. And my producer put me on to this post. Put the post up, Wayne, so I could read it right quick. This is what started it all. Okay. The reason your grandmother didn't leave your grandfather has less to do with some moral compass or love than you think. Until 1964, an employer could refuse to hire you because you were a woman. Until mm. 1974, refusing to sell a woman a home was legal. Mm. And until 1988, that is not that long ago, you guys. What? You refused to went to rent to a woman with children, right? So contrary to what people believe, women didn't stay because relationships were better. They stayed because society wasn't designed for their independence. You know what? Right. You I know agree. what? I agree with that because even when you're applying for like an auto insurance, mm -hmm. that still has not changed. If you are married, the husband mm -hmm. is always the insured like in insurance and i'm noticing that it's like the husband is always on top some have moved away from that but insurance mm -mm. life insurance the whole nine and i'm going why why <laughs> why is the husband on top that's not right but again i truly believe to go back to that question it may have started out as love and love is definitely there and i think you have to go back and define what love is like, cause what, what is love to you or to that situation or circumstance, you know, it's not necessarily all materialistic, but mm -hmm. how do you feel? It, it's not a feeling and cause that goes away. The butterflies, all that stuff. Mm, Ask right. a couple that's been married for over 50 years. How do you stay together? We see how? you. We see you. Uh -huh. yeah. So how did you stay there? Like how, what, what kept y'all together this long? And you ask a man, the first thing he's going to say, the, the husband says is, I just learned to listen. Yeah. My husband says that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Listen. Listen. You ask the woman, <laughs> she said, he just know what to do. <laughs> it's like, wow, you got him trained. I had to train him, honey. Because that's what it is. If he want to stay with this, I had to train him, had to break him down. <laughs> I'm like, wow. But they don't, not, not now. The couples I know have been married for a long time. Mm -hmm. You know, being, and I haven't asked it that quite way other than what kept you together so long. But did you really love him? And are you in love with him? Because right. are you still there? And, the, and I know the question was, yes. The answer was, excuse me, was yes. Mm -hmm. I will always love him. Being in love, that changes. That's yeah, that's, that's that right. circumstantial thing. Every right. now and again, I fall out. <laughs> like what? Mm -hmm. I flow with it. But I'm 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 always amazed to see couples that's been together for a very long time. But it's mm -hmm. just I like to know the backstory. 
Because I know y'all separated a couple times. Yeah. That word has been mentioned probably more times, more times in my age. <laughs> so, oh, Kimberly, wow. when, yeah. when I see an older couple and she looks all worn out and washed out, I say, he, uh -huh. he put her through hell. Yeah. <laughs> no, those are couples. Oh, let me share this. Okay. Well, my mom and dad, my mom and dad have been married. It'll be 40 years next year in um, mm -hmm. in May. They will be married 40 years. Wow. It was tumultuous at one point. They met as children. They um, got together in high school, got married, had us separated mm -hmm. for a time, came back together. And although they get on each other's nerves, they are there for love because they both had the option to stay away from oh, one wait, another. Right. They, they really did. And uh, my dad even says today about my mom, he was like, she's still beautiful to me. Oh, and I she says that. about him, he's still handsome. My daddy is the, he's the coolest cat I know. I want you guys to say sometimes. And she says, you know, that's the part of him that she's come to accept. And my mom and dad says this, if you're going to love somebody and be with somebody that long, you have to be able to accept them as they are. As they not what you want yes. Them to. Yes. 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 Now that's the couple that's together because of love. Now, mm -hmm. my grandparents, <laughs> they post this. Big mama knew. Big mama knew. They, they were together, not because of love, but because of circumstances, they were stuck together. Okay. They, my grandma was not educated. Yeah. Accepting. Okay. She might have had fifth grade education. I don't know. She wasn't educated. And back then, they really weren't set up for success in society on their own. Some women went out there and did the damn thing and they made it. Mm -hmm. Okay, they are the exception to the rule. But for our grandparents that say we love Big Mama Neil, y'all know we love Big Mama Neil, and she's sitting mm -hmm. there. And uh, what's that Big movie? movie um, Kingdom Come when oh, mm -hmm. Whipper, Goldberg husband died. Remember mm -hmm. that one character? Me and Shirley. Yeah, <laughs> me and Shirley. He was. He died. And she was happy that he died. <laughs> she didn't care nothing about no funeral or nothing. She was like, <laughs> What you want to put on that tombstone? Man, <laughs> right? But the one character that I remember so well was the lady who had the husband who had a stroke, and she had him out there in that wheelchair on the porch, and the mosquitoes was eating his ass up. <laughs> she was paying that man back for all them years of misery. <laughs> Oh, I would do something like that. <laughs> That's the kind of person I am. I'm going to fix you. Mm -hmm. You want some water? Okay. <laughs> Wilbur. I think his name was Wilbur. He was getting ate up by those goddamn mosquitoes. She loved me. She's going to come back and wheel me in in a minute. <laughs> you know a Tyler Perry movie when she dumped his ass in the water? That water, he said. <laughs> Okay, you know what? Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> now look, y'all. There was a line in the Tyler Perry movie. What was that movie? The last one where oh, where the husband um died. Let me turn. Make sure that's turned down. Where the husband died, and the children came back, and um, the wife was saying how she stayed there because, unlike today's society, she didn't have a choice. Was it Meet the Brown? That wasn't the Meet the Browns, was it? The funeral? Uh, the funeral? Um, 
I don't know. It was the funeral one. It was the Medea's funeral, y'all. I can't. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know what you mean. The funeral, yes, yes. It, it was like not not Byron, but it was the one son who had the daughter, who had the girlfriend who was cheating on him with the other brother. Mm. What's mm. mm -hmm. what the name of that goddamn movie, y'all? Uh, Medea's funeral or something. I don't know. I think it was Medea's. Y'all know in the comments, if y'all watching and y'all know in the chat, y'all let us know. <laughs> What the name of that movie is? Because I, I can't think of it. It's Medea's. It, it may have been the funeral. Medea's that, funeral. Something about Medea's funeral. I don't know. A comeback. It's the one where she was hitting. She was hitting Hattie, and Hattie told her she was gonna knock out her. She can't that's hit. Funeral. Yeah, that's fancy. She said, "Dang, Medea." <laughs> yeah, you I know, know what you're talking about. It was <laughs> a funeral. <laughs> me. Wayne, do you know the name of that? If you do, just pop a picture of it. If you up, if you find it, it, it that one. But yeah, that was near and dear to my heart. I, I really truly feel like back then versus now, they had to stay. Now, like you said, Sharon, we ain't got to stay. The Holy Spirit told you, mm -hmm. you to get on up and go. Let's touch on that. You were married to two, not one, but two. And I didn't meet them in church, neither one. Really? Wow. Wow. Oh my goodness, because I can't wow. I could only do one. No. I mean, if a preacher came to me today, I'd run so far and so fast in other direction. No, 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 no. So tell me how'd you meet the first one? We ain't gonna dwell on it long, just real quick and then the second um, one. actually on a trip to New York to the Apollo Theater. Hmm. That's where I met him on the bus going to the Apollo Theater. Okay. Um, and then the second one, um, his sister was my nanny. Wait. No, no, right. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. They had to settle. Huh? Well, his sister was your nanny. Mm -hmm. She one day said, I want you to meet my brother. Oh. Take care of my kids. She's my nanny. She was. Oh, she was your nanny. Uh, okay, right. that came out. Look, my mind was like, you mean when yeah, you? Yeah, that, that, that's why I said, wait. She was. <laughs> Not my nanny. She was. Got it. <laughs> nanny to your children. Yes. Okay. There we go. Put that in there, cause I was like, wait. She was. Your... You, you know, it's settling late in the evening time, and I right. need to start going backwards. My brain like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Just regular guys. Just regular guys. Okay, yeah. well, we're not gonna put too much energy on them. Okay. <laughs> they, no. Look, they, no, them don't count. <laughs> <laughs> they don't count. Now it's like I do me now. It's something that Super Sense said a long time ago. If I meet a guy and we click, but then we don't click, he's not gonna fuck up my whole count. He don't. He. She said not my. He don't even get counted in the number. He's not even counted in the number. <laughs> He gets blocked immediately on everything. And if I ever see him in public, I will walk past that fuck like I ain't never seen him before in my life. <laughs> Promise you that's why I'm at it right now. 
Sis, I love you. I literally love women being like that. Women are owning their power. That's what it's about. And I love you. Right. Who, 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 like what you say at the clip, at the very beginning, when we showed on her show, Sharon takes care of who? Sharon. Sharon. Yeah. I've had to learn to do that now in my life because we have been raised as Black women to be the caregiver to everyone else but ourselves. Yes. We love everyone yes. else but ourselves. It's time for us to take a break and we'll be right back. All right, Wayne, we ready. sports entertainment we have whatever you can get yes. anywhere else support black businesses support yeah. black media control the narrative that is what we are doing yes, yes. all right so we have a whole lineup of shows check them out and we're yeah, here we're here sharon k griffin and kimberly clark wilson my co-host i'm so glad she was able to join me today Yay. Yay. Yes. Yay. Yay. Yes. For this portion, we've talked about Sharon, we've talked about the show, Preacher's Exes on Tubi TV. Put that on your watch list tonight. This, this week, tonight. Put it on there. Y'all go ahead and watch. I know y'all on Tubi TV, because I caught my cousin during our family reunion. We were downstairs. Uh -huh. My cousin at the family reunion was upstairs. I go upstairs. What you doing? I'm watching Tubi TV. <laughs> Sorry. So we're talking about at this juncture in the show, our grandparents and what was circumstantial back then. Was it love or work it was it circumstance? And I guess for my answer, it will be, I guess it depends on the couple. Now we've seen a lot because we've grown up with a lot of toxic patterns. Kim and I have talked about this in previous shows. We grew up with toxic patterns. You put your feelings in your pocket. Yeah. You stay there no matter what. No matter what. Stay there. One of my friends told me not too long ago that his granddaddy had a girlfriend and a wife. <laughs> and that his girl, his granddaddy's girlfriend would ride to his wife's job 
and would have to take the lunch in there to the wife. Oh, oh. Now, listen, the women didn't really agree to this. They just settled into it because he had literally told both of them, I ain't leaving my wife. The wife, I ain't leaving this bitch over here because she bend it over in a way you apparently don't. Oh, my gosh. The family knew about this dynamic. The wife lived in one house. The girlfriend lived down the street with her family in another house. Now, for Christmas, and they didn't cross for holiday days and all of that. They just settled into this pattern because this man was taking care of both of them. A type of forced polyamory, I guess. Or forest polygamy, or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she talked about it in her show about if that works for some people, go for it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for some people it works. It just happened to be that dynamic, and unfortunately, it was kind of the case for my granddad and my grandmom, except with one exception. She wasn't crossing paths with that lady. That he could ain't no way. She knew about the woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we got a comment coming in, so we're gonna we're gonna catch this comment. Go ahead. What's the comment? Let's see what we got. What's up, guests? Hello. What's what's your name? Is that Jonathan? What's hey, Jonathan? Y'all. Hey. What's going on? Oh, oh, hey y'all, ball people, ball people rule. I'm in the right room. Right, you in the right room, brother. <laughs> I love it. Welcome. Thank so, you. So, what's your comment? So, um, I was talking about. So, I had this conversation with this lovely older lady last night. Happened to actually be my wife's grandmother. Wow. Okay. And she is up in age and now she's telling her truth. Yeah. Oh. Things that she probably wouldn't have said earlier and she told uh, she made mention to my lovely wife that um, if she had it all over it to do again she would never have married her grandpa. Wow. Wow. And, and, and why did she give an explanation? Well he was he was out there bad. He was, he was, he was out there bad. Mm-hmm. Babies galore outside, and um, her grandmother was the breadwinner of the family. He was always out and mm-hmm. uh, gallivanting around, sleeping uh, with anybody who would allow him to, having all these kids. And she was trying to always trying to keep her head up. And mm. now the house that they had, even though she made the money, she couldn't buy another house. Wow. She only, she only got that house after he passed. Wow. So, um, but she was she, the breadwinner. She was the breadwinner. Wow. She was, she was the breadwinner. She, she was a nurse. She, wow. uh, she was at the VA for, she told me, 26 years she was at the VA as a nurse. Wow. So, wow. And, and he was a veteran. That's how, that's how they, you know, he was a veteran. So. Wow. He should have gave him some medicine to put him to sleep permanently. <laughs> oh, Gerard, you're going to put him in. You're going to have to go take a night-night. You're going to put, you're gonna, you're gonna put grandma on the green mile. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we are not trying to go to sleep for a long while. Oh, 
She's gonna take a she gonna let him take a nap, a long nap. A long nap. But, he gonna but, sleep but, off into glory. But uh but on the on the other side, so um my grandfather, who I believe knew your grandfather quite well, Miss mm -hmm. L C Benjamin. Yeah, my grandfather was um Willie B. Bryce. L C Benjamin is my uncle. But yeah. Uncle, okay, okay. I thought he was your grandfather. Okay. So that's okay. Yeah, so, he and me in the same it's, it's okay. You could tell you could, it's okay. Okay, so <laughs> So, so this one is actually a different story. So my grandfather was, um, he he really, so my grandmother was a kept woman. This is my, this is my grandmother. And so um, my grandfather, I asked him why don't grandma work? And he was like, he, he's not going to allow any man to boss his woman around. Mm -hmm. And so she stayed at home and he worked. And he worked two jobs. And so Grandma was spoiled. Grandma got whatever she wanted. <laughs> and uh, she always did something first. So I learned a lot about relationships, mm -hmm. roles, and things from those two. But mm -hmm. I remember that he was, until the day she passed, he was on her side. Mm -hmm. He was actually watching TV with her when she passed away, when she slipped away. And oh, wow. so, but um, I learned a lot about romance from those two. Because it was a certain things that he would do for grandma, you know, mm -hmm. and how he would dress up and how they would go out and do things that, you know, so I, so I had, so I have, I have those good lessons. So that's the, we come, we come, we compare and contrast mm -hmm. that between my wife and I, as far as, because these older people still live in the same time period. I mm -hmm. have different experiences with my grandparents. Mm -hmm. With, on that side now, my other grandfather, I ain't gonna mention him, but uh, <laughs> but but yeah, that that that's the that's that's my truth. Would you say that you were sharing so much? But but Jonathan, Jonathan, I'm gonna have to uh, let Jonathan go. Okay, awesome. Thank right. you, Jonathan. Thank you. All right, yeah. All right, so thank you, Jonathan, for coming on and sharing it. I think we need to compare and contrast. Go ahead, Sam. What were you going to add? Mm -hmm. I said, go ahead. What were you going to add to that? Yes. Can you hear me? Um, I wasn't. You can't hear me. I can hear you. Oh, you weren't going to add anything? I thought she was going to make a comment. Well, I was going to ask Jonathan, would you say your grandparents married for love or convenience? But he, oh, he kind of answered that already. But he, it was okay. He answered it. He, he answered it already. Yeah, that's okay. Wayne and I are also communicating like over here to the side as well. <laughs> like I got my, my other thing up. So like we're, we're, we're talking at the same time that we're on the show. So now y'all know my behind the, my behind the scenes secret. Yes. <laughs> but thank you. Yeah, I think for his grandparents, it was definitely love before his wife. Oh, yes. Uh, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem so. And my mom and dad, my mom's mom and dad died early, died young. My mom died when she was 12 and her dad died when she was 17. So um, they, unfortunately, they didn't, we didn't get to see our grandparents at all. But she said it was tumultuous. Uh, my granddad on my mom's side was a bootlegger. So they were running from the law a lot. It was not your typical traditional 
uh, type of marriage. The Bonnie and Clyde. So, there was some Bonnie and Clyde stuff going on. Really? Yes, indeed. Yeah, but I, I thank Jonathan for that comment. Um, my uncle Elsie was a good guy. He really was. He was my grandmother's brother. Yeah. And then my granddaddy. Yeah. He um he had a girlfriend for years. I mean, I don't know. The old people did that and they didn't talk about it. Yeah, and we dare I mean, not talk about it. Not the grandkids. No, no, no. no. You, that you could, that's not your business. Mind your business. That's is what right. they would tell us. Mind your business. Yeah. And what happens in our house stays in our house. We I don't, don't, like, that I I don't go, like that saying either. You go back and it that's so damaging because if you go back and peel back the layers, we were so misled and so thought what was normal mm-hmm. is so wrong. When you look back on it, you like so you mean Miss Kathleen down the street. That's what Papa used to stay at all the time. Mm-hmm. And Granny was okay with that. But no, they knew their place. They knew their position. Yeah. Side chicks were real side chicks back in the day. Like they, uh, they didn't say nothing. They, they, yeah, they didn't right go now, back to house. These side chicks trying to have too much fame, baby. Know your place. Okay. Yeah, no, I am not promoting that. <laughs> right, right. But like, they knew. Yeah, mm-hmm. they knew, and it was never. Uh, you, I ain't gonna say never, but they, they knew. If they were in the same place mm-hmm. together. Hey, Harold. Hey, I be yeah, over tonight. Like, a certain level of uh, discretion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now the side chick would be like, "I'm a baby, <laughs> baby. It's all about me. You just the wife. That's so damaging. Just the wife. You just the wife, baby. I got mm-hmm. it all. You know that's yeah, just. I'd be like, it's just to cap up your ass. <laughs> that part. I'll never forget. I was working at, well, I was the training manager uh, at a call center and um, I had a, a particular employee who was married mm-hmm. and um, this particular employee decided to date someone. Polyamory discussion. Yeah, we're going to thank you, Wayne. We're going to we're going to roll right up on this. Uh, so anyway, long story short, his wife worked at the call center. He worked at the call center and the young lady, he decided to have this affair with it was at the call center. And I don't know how long he messed with the young lady. Mm. I remember being in the break room one day and she said, we're celebrating our anniversary. Mm. And I was like, I didn't know you were married. Cause I didn't realize at the time what was happening. I was like, oh, I don't know you're married. She was like, yeah. Celebrating my anniversary today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Happy anniversary. Now, this is to the side chick because oh wow, it ain't dawning on me that she's talking about my employee, who actually I found out a couple hours later that he and his wife were celebrating their anniversary and he had taken his wife to lunch. Oh, so that this side chick was going around the call center saying that it was our anniversary. Get it? She was a sister wife. Man, that was not a good day for that particular employee because his wife was like, Oh, what the fuck? She was the accepted sister wife. Well, here's the thing she didn't know it, but because she was a good Christian girl, she didn't say anything. She handled that with class. All right, now that's there we go. Now I would have left him, but here we go, polyamory, because it brings it up. I put this post up on my thread the other day. I said hello to all of the uh, involuntary husband 
uh, brother husbands and sister wives, because it's a whole lot of brother husbands and sister wives out here. You just don't know that you want. <laughs> yeah, I think that's wrong. Yeah, I know you're just gonna volunteer me to be a somebody's sister, wife, or husband. It's happening a lot. I think. Wait a minute. Go ahead, Sharon. You should just be open and honest because there's enough people out there who are into that particular lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Even um, I love the woman. I see her on Instagram. She has two husbands and she's getting ready to have a third. I remember that. Yeah. Two, one was kind of younger guy, two younger guys or something like that. Not really younger. Yeah, these were older gentlemen. Oh, this is the old, this is another one then. Oh, yeah. wow. And I was like, okay. But then historically in some parts of Africa, the African woman had multiple husbands. Mm -hmm. So we Thank just live in a um, patriarchy society, mm -hmm. but I celebrate anyone who can honestly and openly be in that lifestyle and respect each individual who's a part of. And my, my daughter introduced me into this because mm -hmm. her and her husband, yeah, the family, right. mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and it was really interesting to see her boyfriend come and pick her up and her husband, he's at the door cause I'm there. And he said, all right, man, have a great time. And I was like, oh man, that's kind of dope. It takes a special type of person. I will say this, the comment just came up on the screen. I don't know if you could pull it back up Wayne, but it said that it takes a certain amount of honesty, open and uh, right here, honesty, communication, and most definitely consent. And if they all do not consent, it is cheating. For, to have this kind of relationship, polyamory, Ooh, you have to remove ego mm -hmm. from the equation altogether. This is not the kind of relationship where you can have your, your ego cannot leave. Because mm -hmm. in this type of relationship, there is no, it's not territorial. Yeah. And if we lead with our ego automatically we're territorial that mm -hmm. is mine i don't want to share that with anyone ever right oh, wow so to be in that kind of dynamic you really have to be open you have to be a healed individual because you have to be yeah, in a space sure. where you your partner and your third partner or your fourth partner or however y'all got that Ooh, set up that's a lot that's a lot but here's the thing open communication that means in that dynamic of three or four or whatever you all are only being sexual with one another you are all up to date on your physical being mm -hmm. no mm -hmm. you know sexually what's going on here so because okay? everyone is uh, exchanging body fluids if, is, right. is it is cultural it plays a part in that. Jonathan wrote, there is a few tribes where the women had multiple husbands. Mm -hmm. She had a cooling off period between husbands. So, so to determine which husband, I guess he means which child she want to become pregnant with. Is that, I hope I'm, I'm saying that right. I'm, I'm understanding that right. But I, that has to be cultural because he used the word yeah. a few tribes. Midwestern right. culture, it comes yeah, with talking about here. Okay, that poly, poly, polymary, I think, polymary. honest and consent. I, I don't think you're going to find Shanquika and, and not Kimberly Hope with poly, poly, 
be honest with you now. If I just feel like cheating, I'm just gonna go ahead and cheat. But I'm gonna tell you that, I, yeah, I did it, and I'm doing it. Like what? What? You don't like it? Go find you somebody to play with. But now I'm like, well, here's, here's the thing. A lot of black men will not go for that. I'm gonna tell you. Oh no! I, I finally, I admitted to having an affair in 2008, years and years ago. But here, I admitted to having an affair after I had a second affair. Mm. Now I don't suggest this for everyone. I got married when I was 14. Don't fuck I me. Mean, I got, I got, I dated, started dating my husband. When I was 14. I got married at 18. Don't do that. Don't do that because you will indeed be attracted to other people. You yeah. absolutely will. And I had to live through all of wearing the letter A, all of the turmoil, all of the judgment, all of that shit as mm -hmm. a child. Because 18, 19, 20, even up until your early 30s, you're still learning lessons. Mm -hmm. So at that point in my life, I was like, yeah, I could definitely do polyamorous because <laughs> I am not in a state to be committed to one person. Mm -hmm. Now, I did. It takes a lot of self-control. I did after that second affair admit that and literally go through trial by fire with the church. Oh my God. And I did indeed hold myself to a certain standard. Mm -hmm. But after we divorced, I was saying to myself, I should have done all that shit. Daughter <laughs> <laughs> explained to me she knew from a teenager that she was not meant to be with one man. Wow. Wow. She knew that. Wow. So she introduced her husband into polyamory. Wow. Interesting. That's that's interesting. That's very interesting to me because I know a lot of times we it's hard. You know, and, and I guess it depends on again it goes back to that trauma. Mm -hmm. You know, have you you know you who mentioned that someone knew as a child? Was that you, Sharon? The young lady knew oh. as a child that she wanted to do it? My daughter, yes. Okay. So mm -hmm. that and I'm not I'm not suggesting that oh she's had a lot of trouble. Oh, I like this comment. Who is this? Hold on, Kim. Hold that thought. Wait a minute. Oh, uh, okay. So oh yeah, Deborah Booth. Oh my god, I forgot about Deborah. Thank you for joining the show. Okay, <laughs> so this is this is true. I used to work with Deborah. My spouse and my girlfriend understand I love them both. But in different ways, we love our children, but not in the same way. Very true. Deb, I have not forgotten. I do have to get you on the show. Okay, so Deb has an interesting story. Um, and I have to get her on for more. But yeah, she does have a very open spouse. As a matter of fact, she just got married. Um, I don't even know. If, I think it's been two years. Wow. You can, you can answer that for me, Deb. I think. She's been married for about two years. Right. Love is love. It's a purple heart because purple is her color. Um, but love is love. And her entire dynamic is different. But here's the thing I love about Deb. When, remember I was talking earlier about that ego? You got to let that go. This is one of the few people I know who truly walks in love. Um, there's three years. Oh, my goodness. Congratulations. I didn't realize it had been three years. I thought it was been, it's two years. She is open. She is honest. She is, um, she's very, very loving. Like I can't, it's hard to explain. She was married for the first time, her first husband, I think maybe 20 something years before they divorced. And uh, now she's remarried, but she is indeed in that type of open relationship. Mm -hmm. And one of the most loving people you could meet. Her husband is on that same vibe. Her children are too. It's, uh, I think it, because it's not part of Western culture, it's hard to wrap your head around. Okay. I think it's well, hard. Not, 
What's right. her dynamic? Is she married to a male and she her girlfriend is I assume is a female, right? Yes. Is, okay. She's married just, to a male and her girlfriend is, is a female. Okay. So do they have threesomes? I don't know. They have you want to answer that? Yeah, are they all in a relationship together or do they have other relationships outside of their relationship? That's a good question. So, so Deb, do y'all like are y'all all sexual and intimate together at the same time, or are you with her separately from when you're with him? Is it like a sister wife situation? Because I don't mm -hmm. think they're doing threesomes in a sister wife situation. Yeah. Okay. Because I know uh, when I used to watch the show Sister Wives, anyway, they did not. Each of them had their own little um, spaces okay. or whatever. And he will have certain set times with each of them. Each of them. I'm pretty sure in that type of relationship, the dynamic is different for each relationship. It just depends on the rules that they set. I'm mm -hmm. going to use Willow Smith as an example because on one of the Red Table Talks, <clears throat> Willow Smith admitted to being in okay uh a throuple and she said no their relationship is individual so gotcha. she's, with her husband, she's with her husband she's with a girlfriend she's with a girlfriend okay so gotcha. uh, thank you Deb. awesome thank you day up and look yeah you, you this season y'all look for deborah Boo. she's this season we got a lot of stuff to talk about with deb i mean she I is know. a unicorn um i will say that she is a unicorn so we're going to talk to her but willow smith said this she was open to being in a throuple What's a, which is a little different from polyamory, I guess. It's polyamorous, but it's three people in a relationship, not individually. All three of these people are in the same relationship together. That means they sleep together, they live together, you know, they um they are a throuple instead of a couple, it's three people. The third, third wheel is most definitely intertwined in that relationship. Is it gender-based? Like all three females, three males, or one female, two it could be any. Oh. It could be anything. Oh. Uh, Willow Smith also admitted to either being bisexual or uh, uh, um, non-binary. Uh, no, no. Um, what is that one where you like everybody? Oh, uh, uh, not is it not binary, uh, binary, polyamory, non-binary or something? I just like heard of that recently. Pansexual, pansexual, yes. Yeah, there you go. Now, I don't know. Don't quote me on that. I that was some years ago that she said that and her energy may be different today. Pansexual. Yeah. Thank you. So that it, a throuple can be anything. Just depends. It could be three men, three women. It could be two men and a woman. It could be two women and a man. It just depends. Okay. So Wayne says, I have always felt that we are designed to love more than one person. We were just programmed to be told it was wrong. I agree. Right. We are told it's a matter of greed, but if it's of the heart and based in love, can it truly be greed if you are being led by your heart and not your flesh? Mm. And that is such a deep ass question, <laughs> but he's right. I think in this lifetime, we have many soulmates. We have many people mm. that we connect with energetically and spiritually. Not and just I think that's why I've been married five times. Mm -hmm. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> For you got to be careful with some of those, um, with some of the inner energies. Though. Are you laughing at me, Kim? Uh, we have a pretty girl who was married. How, how many times your mother was married? Six. Six times. Six times. And she has a book out called okay, uh, Breaking okay, the Soul okay. Time. Mm -hmm. We talk about energies. <coughs> yeah, it's, in this day and age, I'm pretty sure you've been on a rock if you haven't heard it. Soul ties are real. Like you meet somebody and you connect mm -hmm. energetically, right? 
-hmm. And uh, we could be connecting spiritually to learn a lesson. We're mm -hmm. connecting to them for some reason. Sometimes it's not always sexual, but because we put... It could be something else. Yeah. Yeah. It's and so that's what I wanted to chime in. Like we've been led to, to believe that soul ties are just sexual, but sometimes your bond could be so mm -hmm. deep with a person connected via friend or whoever right. that is, is tied like your soul sisters or soul, whatever you want to call it. Right. So I totally agree with that. It's not just sexual. Mm -hmm. Very true. And we got to stop learning. We got to learn to stop leading with our vaginas and with our penises. Because a lot of times yeah. people up front, we are automatically leading with those things instead of taking a step back and saying, hey, you know, let me assess the situation. True story. I just got on Facebook dating. I've only been on Facebook dating maybe a month. And um, I finally started talking to this one guy. Well, I'm, I'm chatting up a few guys in the uh -huh, uh -huh. So this one, I finally gave him my number. He's always calling me mommy. And for a minute there, I thought he was lying about being uh, uh, of Spanish descent or whatever, Latino. Um, get on there. And of course, he is. He was talking so fast, like, oh, my God. Like, I couldn't hardly understand. OK, first of all, sir, slow down. Slow down. All right. Could you uh, understand those things? Slow down. We started talking, and he suddenly stopped talking to me. And then he, he called me last night, and I was like, who is this? And he was like, oh, I lost my phone at work and I didn't oh, want you to that you. Long story short, he sends me, he was like, send me pictures and we're going to take a break real quick. But I think I'm going to see how, how I think we're going to be still talking about this. Can you stay on for another 30 minutes? Can y'all stay on for 30 minutes? Yes, yes I'm good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, I should be good. And we'll come back for 30 minutes. Okay, okay. 30 more minutes. Lead with the heart. Love it. Definitely download the BWNC app. Okay, <laughs> download that. It's free. Also, we have a, an array of shows for you all to watch. But let me get to the point of my story before I lose track. That's one thing that happens when your brain get a little bit older. <laughs> Long story short, I was talking about energies connected. Anyway, Spanish guy finally told him, "Look, just call me later, whatever. You know, we could talk when we get off work." So he was like, "Oh, send me a picture." And I was like, "I'm busy. I can't send you any pictures. I already sent you pictures." And he was like, so can I send you a picture? And I was like, of course. And already in my mind, I knew he wanted to send me a dick pic because the fuck, they're not original. Um, questions and shit. So I was like, okay, send me the picture. So he sends me a picture. Guess what it is? He's dang dang. This is dang dang. Disgusting. Uh, I can't stand niggas like that. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> he says, um, let me, I mean, I'm, I'm married now, but. But if I yeah. wasn't, at least 
For this poly, the poly, this this relationship, poly relationship. Yeah, <laughs> I get the honesty, the commitment, and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like these two wives, sister wives, are, are bumping heads at each other. Men are wired different than we are. Okay, mm-hmm. they constantly going at it. What stops him from saying, you know what? Let me go find another. You know and what he I mean? Can. Like, he, okay. He can, I, I just, yeah. But he has to get the okay from them. From the other two. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. That's too much work, huh? That is just too much work. <laughs> scratch all that consent. Uh, li- listen, that's too much work. <laughs> but Kimberly, yeah, he has to. He has to. Work. Those, those well, that's women. true, too. Can, yeah, cheating is work and hearts get broken. The hearts can get broken in a poly relationship. But that's why I respect polyamory because people are honest. Until they feelings get caught in it. You have to know your person. You got to. Like in the case of of Deb who commented about her husband and her girlfriend. Mm -hmm. In the case of my friends uh, who are currently in this situation. Somebody said, LOL, it is work. Relationship or work. Very true. It doesn't matter if it's multiple people in a relationship or one person in a relationship. You still have to work at it. And 
in the relationship that I'm talking about with, with the friends that I have that um, they're, I don't think they're watching this or anything right now, but the guy in the relationship, he is really respectful of both women. He takes care of both women. If there is a disagreement between the two women, he is the mediator. And nine times out of 10, he does not try to make, he, he's the way he, I've seen them like interact together. Mm -hmm. So they did have to do one thing because the ladies' personalities are so different. They don't live in the same house. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, they don't live it because see, you know, we like our kitchen a certain way. Period. I don't, <laughs> you don't want me, I don't care. I, I want my shit a certain way. I want my bathroom. I feel a certain <laughs> way. Okay. But see, so, I think they they are separated in that way, though. I think polyamory could give people a break from each other too. Like, mm. I know with my daughter, she says, oh, he's over her house. So I got the whole house to myself. I love it. You know what I'm saying? So you you have the best of all worlds, yeah, if that makes I had sense. One, I, had one time. I did. Years ago, I had a female friend who said that. She was like, I'm so tired of being like, I'm sick of having sex. Like this man want to do it all the time, like all the time, every day. Like she was like, if I had, if, she's like, I would be a sister wife in a heart. Yeah, <laughs> your pussy get a break. What? Get a break. Jonathan says, polyrama seems beautiful. However, my grandpa's advice was stick with one woman. Uh -huh. You can't handle one woman? What the hell you going to do? do <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Here's another thing. Now we're gonna take it all the way back to the Bible. King Solomon had a ton of wives. Yeah, and he was a wise man until now. Y'all gotta go back and read the scriptures. Now Solomon was the wisest man that ever lived until he got all those women. Do y'all know that man died just about crippling crazy? I'm sure he did. Yeah. <laughs> Solomon became like all thrown off at the end. Wasn't he course. broke too? Huh? Was he broke too? He wasn't broke, but he did spend okay. a lot of money building the temple of God. But at the end of Solomon's life, he was not the wisest man. He was as a young man, but that, you know what I always say personally. Dementia. Dementia, y'all. twirling that thing. Baby, baby, just, baby like a rope. in that socket. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to that long. Baby, mm -hmm. that, that's a lot. But you know, I, mean, it got a lot to do with that seed that they push out. Like, man, look, that's go out and multiply. Shall you don't waste the seed? So he made sure he covered all his bases. Yeah, <laughs> but they say when a, every time a man comes, he's leaving, he's losing life, like mm -hmm. years or something from his see, life. Right? That's why they say no. <laughs> Don't waste your seed. Well, that's why they always plant it in somebody. That's why you got all these men with about five, six baby mamas and about 12 children between them Brutish. baby mamas. And back then, of course, you're right. All those women wasn't based in love. They were political connections most of the time. Mm -hmm. That didn't mean he didn't sleep with them now. They had hair on them back then. The, the way you do that now. Here's the crazy part. Go ahead. The, the women that it. Trump messed with, the women that Bill, they all wanted something. Mm -hmm. Then when they couldn't get it, then they tell. Yeah, right. <laughs> you should have just kept them out. Right. <laughs> Why are you telling now, bitch? You ain't tell back then. 
exactly. Like, you do want that dick. Her well ran dry. And this is what I want to say to, to women who um, Solomon had enough wives and concubines that he could sleep with each one and never sleep with the same one twice in a year. Very true. That's why Ooh. that man went crazy. He could keep up That's with that. That's a lot. <laughs> I'm telling you too. Oh, much. somebody said, Argan. Oh, wow. Let me, let, me, let me get up on here. Yeah, because the heart break. The heart be up. Mm-hmm. The heart yeah. be up. Yeah. The heart but be up. But did you know that women who don't have orgasms on a regular um, are more susceptible to heart disease? I heard that. Yup. Mm-hmm. So I said, why did Get a toy if you don't have a man or find a partner. You do got to get that out sometimes. Yeah, you got to release that. That's why they be so mean and things. Yeah, especially in church. Okay, Justin. I don't think that. I don't, I don't, I, I know it's called the little death, but I don't think that men uh lose life after each one. I absolutely don't believe it. It's the little death. Look it up. You a little damp, but you don't snatch they soul for 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, baby, yes. But, you, but on the flip side of that, they say that it's healthy to do it regularly. You have a, a long yeah. lifespan. So you I have to have balance. Yeah. <laughs> I think balance is good. I think it's needed. Not that it gets off everybody. I mean, like, women, we don't get to uh, le- le petit morte. I love it. I don't know if I'm saying that right. But mm-hmm. I love it. I think that me and love dying over and over and over and over. We must go there. Okay, since we're talking about sex, do y'all squirt? I, mm. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know what that means yet. So yeah, I can't really because you were like, uh. <laughs> listen, listen, Linda, listen, listen, Linda, listen. So. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna tell a little bit of my business. I don't tell that much of my business, but I'm gonna tell a little bit of my business. Is there a difference between coming nutting and an orgasm? The orgasm affects your entire body, hence the little death. Right. Orgasm is from the very core of your body. Wait. You can feel that shit rising from the very depths of your soul before it comes out. Yeah, yeah I need to Wait a minute, Dwayne. If you need some self love, yeah, tell Dwayne, tell Dwayne to put that comment back up there that he just put up there. Put that comment back up there. That's an educational moment for me because yeah. I thought they were the same thing. I did not know that. Okay, I didn't know that. So, well, I didn't know that. If you need, so I have an audience. I have an audience in my background, and he's like, "Shame on you." <laughs> Elroy, be quiet, Elroy. Right. So okay. I'm like, look, that's so is, so is nutting just like a little few drips? You know, and then orgasm is like the full blast. Yeah, yeah, explain. Well, well, the women, we don't really get to experience a full orgasm because we don't feel safe enough to be so open and authentic when we are truly experiencing sexual relations with our um with our partners now this is a side note so? well, well not I mean, we, don't, we don't get there all the time we don't get that well number. not all the time though well could right. it be that the man can get tired because it takes some women the longer to reach that that point i think that's where like if you are energetically aligned like if you're a sync say i talk 
squirt it. I'm tell y'all this. This is me okay. giving y'all a little bit of, of my personal life. Back okay. in my twenties, I did with a particular person. Mm. With that one particular person. Every time. And I said, that man got to be my soulmate. That was the first affair I had ever had. I'm going to go ahead and put mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, out. Because mm-hmm. that's the the only time that that had happened is when I was with that particular person up until recently. Because well, I didn't think my body could do that anymore. But mind you, I had been married for like all of those years. So marriage is over. Divorce is final. I'm out there. Uh, so I met, I met this, this person in shit, 2021, <laughs> beginning of 2022, I'll meet this guy, I'll meet this guy. And we we hit it off. We we hit it off, and um, we we do the thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just as surprised as he was, because honestly, that hadn't happened for me. I'm 47 yeah. now, so that mm-hmm. hadn't happened for me since I was in my early 20s. So to do to be doing this with this guy, and then have this explosive can orgasm, and it just squirt everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Like, uh, I didn't know I, it was, it felt good, but at the same time I was embarrassed because that was something that hadn't happened in a long, 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 long time. And I went to my doctor the next day because I thought something was fucking wrong with me. That's mm-hmm. when you have an orgasm, your entire body convulses, right? Tur- toes, curl, back arches, all that. So, uh, I went to my doctor because I said something gotta be wrong. Something gotta be wrong with me. are saying squirting is pee and then some people are saying squirting is pee mixed with this is what he said he said what that's called is neoprene he was like when you have a full body uh orgasm it's called neoprene it is mixed with urine because your body is in such a relaxed state that when you orgasm it puts pressure on the bladder your 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 Okay, your um, and I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get banned. So your pearl, ladies, we're gonna call it your pearl. Okay. Your pearl is not connected to your urethra. It's two separate parts of your body, and the way the 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 way he explained your pearl is mm. actually like an inverted penis. It wraps around on the inside of the fallopian tubes and goes into the body. So when you orgasm internally mm. and externally, it's putting pressure on your bladder. So yes. It's neoprene mixed with pee. Does that make sense? Yes. That's what causes the squirting. <laughs> it doesn't happen all the time in women. You know, so I thank you, sir. Thank you, young sir. Okay, so, so Jonathan said, so we had a class at Alcorn called The Family. She okay. taught us a, a stroking method to bring a woman to orgasm. We learned that we as men are really just cheerleaders encouraging the woman to relax and using the stroke to hit the engorged zones to get her to orgasm. Now, that's the scientific method. 
So Jonathan, can you mm -hmm. use your tongue to hit those zones too? Not from his. You got a long tongue. No, I'm saying I think some people can squirt from uh, uh, oral sex. That's oral what sex. I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe is Maybe. that possible? I'm pretty sure it is. We could we could cons I don't know. We'd have to consult a. a I can ask my doctor next time I see him. <laughs> yeah, ask your doctor and text me. I will, because I had uh, I asked him about that just because it was my personal situation, and so he explained that because honestly, that hadn't happened for twenty something years. Like, what the mm -hmm. like you know, what the freak? Oh yeah, uh, Deb has something called pure something. She said pure romance. Pure romance. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've heard yeah. of that before. Mm -hmm. So she has that. Deb, you coming on this show? It depends this on what triggers you. You can squirt from a well, the the c word, uh, a spot or a spot. What's a spot? Oh, never mind. That that went. Never mind. I got it. That's ground folk talk right here. Look, I said, I said, okay. You know, we got to be careful. We don't get uh X. You know. I, I have to have I have to have Deb on here. She does have uh, it's called purple something. I gotta, I, but she is like a sex expert too, y'all. So this is the lady who has the open um the open relationship. So pure romance is the name. Is that the name of the Facebook group too? Because it's private. This is not an open one because you know we can't have it open because you know no, the, the, we the that we Oh yeah, you gotta text me the group. Thank you. She is a certified sexual facilitator and she will be on the show. I've been I've been so busy, oh, girl. girl drop drop your info in here. So yes. drop your info. Go ahead. I need some Okay. Different zone, and yes, the woman can swear from oral sex. From I thought so. Mm -hmm. Oh, come through, Jonathan. Look, now you get on off of here because you married. No, I don't want you to no, Jonathan <laughs> be handling his business. Right, don't be doing that. <laughs> Pure Purple Romance is the name of the Facebook group. So if y'all want to check that out, go check that out. Deb, I'm going to be calling you, if not tonight, because I got to work on 1-800-RESUME stuff. There it is right there. There is the link on the screen. And you guys go ahead and take that information down. And uh, Deb, I'm going to say tomorrow because tonight I got to work on some resume stuff too. I am on the gap. But we have 10 minutes left in the show. Thank you all so much for joining. This has been such an amazing conversation yes. from beginning <laughs> to end. I did not know yes, that yes, we were going to end the show on this note. <laughs> I really did. So we, we talked about Sharon K. Griffin, who is the executive producer of Preacher's Wives. Look for the season of the show to start on Tubi TV. Preacher's Wives is currently out on Tubi TV. Preacher's Exes. Um, Preacher's Exes. Exes. Now get it right. Preacher's Exes. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I'm so sorry. Preacher's Exes <laughs> is on Tubi TV. Thank you so much. So flood the comments section with comments, questions, feedback. Please share this podcast with your friends, with your unfriends, with your co-workers. Do all that. Look for me and Kim gonna have another conversation because we got a lot of stuff. We got to delve into what she got going on. So, talked about the show. We talked about our granny Neon. Was it love or was it uh circumstance? And it just depends on the situation. Mm -hmm. Some was love, some was circumstance, and then we talked about oh my goodness, polyamory oh, and I'm apparently I'm orgasms. I, I know, I know. <laughs> I don't even know. That was an added subtopic. 
Yes, absolutely. Okay, um, so final comments. First, we're gonna go with our guest, Sharon. Thank you so much. Any final comments for the audience today? I wanna say, and normally I start with this, I wanna say thank you for having me on your podcast and having the opportunity to communicate about preacher's exes. So I don't know, I get I think we just dived in. Um, but normally I start off with that. So I just want to say thank you so much. And I appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. Thank yes. you. Thank you. thank you so yes. much. <laughs> of course, with that crown, Queen, yes. Oh my goodness. You all go follow Sharon K. Griffin. Kim. Yes. And again, I, I, I have to piggyback off of Sharon because normally we just dive in. You know, no, it's thank you so much for having me on your show as your co-host today. It's always fun because I never know what you're going to get out of this one. <laughs> but I learned something. I learned something new every day. And I, yeah, I've learned a couple things. <laughs> I learned a few things here. But definitely, definitely, thank you so very much for that. And Sharon, I, I've gained another body friend. Look at that. Ah! Yes, honey. <laughs> yes, yes. So thank you so very much. Sharon, where are you from? Where are you from? I'm from Philly, live in Houston. And Houston. Okay. I'll be in Houston soon. Okay. I'm oh, please hit me up. Yes. Share my number. Yes, yes. Okay, Definitely. I will. I will. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, ladies. And again, everyone, thank you for joining All Things Undone podcast. We talk about life after divorce and how to move forward successfully. And we're going to be expanding our topics. Obviously, we have already started to okay. well beyond that. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely have to have a show on sex education. Oh, yeah. no. Damn. 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 I would love to be a part of that panel. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm going to chime in. You want to chime in? I'm going to chime in. Taking notes. I can't be a panel. My bad. Let me fix that. Okay. I'll be taking Look. notes. Oh, oh, I love to learn. Good. Dale said I know where she is and I do. So thank you all for joining the show. Please share, like, comment, download the BWNC uh app today follow i am well media group and all of our wonderful um podcasts that we got going on we got stuff going on i don't know i felt like i wanted to say something else but i'm just gonna end it with blessings love and light to everyone thank you all for joining us thank you until next week take us out way